right, time for your fit. It's recorded and we ain't been gone that long it does feel like <laughs> it's been a minute in a weird way yeah i'm excited to be here man even though i was like rushing and running late like this is pretty cool this is a good way to spend spend the sunday morning mm-hmm. yeah um i don't want to stay on our conversation we had too long but no just the whole water filter thing like i don't know good uh I literally was like rushing. I was like, let me just put my face in that faucet, even though there's like water in the fridge, but I got to get a cup. Those three seconds were valuable to me to just <laughs> put my head over the sink. And I'm like, what is this filter filtrating? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But no, it just reminded me of like the older episodes where we used to just be rambling. <laughs> and then your fat would come in <laughs> with no context. Oh, underwater. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that was it. Um, so yeah, man, how's your week? Uh, it was all right. I am a bit under the weather, so mm-hmm. I'm like two days out. You know, when you get over the hump from being sick, like you're past that point mm-hmm. of like, I gotta sleep this every day crucial. to get through it. And yeah, this is day two of getting over the hump because yesterday it was that whole like, I have enough energy to like clean up not sleep the entire day whatever and also like on top of being a little bit under the weather i had just got my second dose of the moderna so it's just like my body is just very confused right now <laughs> but mm. i'm here i'm over the hump uh the uh atlanta falcons as some of you that are close to me may know are my favorite football team they just traded away the goat julio jones to the tennessee titans so uh it's a tough day tough day over here um mm. yeah man being a sports fan is no fun no fun yeah <laughs> that conversation has been happening a lot this week like you know uh the lakers lose it and yeah yeah everyone's like man being a sports fan is trash <laughs> like, what's the, yeah, what's the man, point especially right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man but yeah nothing too eventful We've just been trying to get over the hump of this uh this cold and Trying to fight the Moderna migraines and <laughs> all yeah, that. So, yeah, how you been? I've been good, man. Uh, work is kind of in a weird slowdown spot, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it just kicked up. Like I, I'm not gonna complain about it because work is like picking up. I was expecting my summer to be slow, mm-hmm. so I kind of was overcompensating, picking up little loose gigs. Yeah, and then somebody was like, "Oh, Laquan, yeah." Book them up. <laughs> so I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I mean, it's better than, you know, fending for myself this summer. But uh, I was mm-hmm. expecting a slow summer. But outside of that, uh, just been relaxing. I've been watching the shit out of this show called The Startup. Um, it sounds familiar. Is that uh, something on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix, but I, I think it was on TV the way it's, like, formatted. It feels like a made-for-TV type of show. Mm. Um, but the premise is this chick created like this cryptocurrency but she's doing it from her garage and it's taken off and this white kid whose dad was a tax accountant has like two million dollars 
and his dad's like hold this and use it when i tell you to and he takes the money and put it in the cryptocurrency and somehow this haitian gets roped in oh because some of the money was his and it's like haitian gang shit latina super coder and privileged white kid with two million dollars and we watch this diverse cast do the Silicon Valley thing with all the drug lord shit that happens in between. This sounds like a hot mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't want to get too deep in it because it's not like our main type of content. But I realized, I think in season two, like I've been watching the shit out of this. Mm-hmm. In season two, <laughs> um, I like the black character story and i feel like the black character story has really pushed the whole show because mm. you know how they do like oh this character's little arc and i'm like his shit is really and maybe it's just because i'm black and i identify with that but i'm like yeah this show is really his show and they keep trying to make it not but it really is and i thought they why well, ain't gonna get into spoilers but yeah <laughs> it sounds like something worth checking out though i i'll definitely uh give it a start soon yeah um, but outside of that, man, it's just been a chill week. So this should be a good conversational week um, for me, at least. Cool. Um, where do you want to start? Uh, yeah, let's get into music. Um, I didn't really listen to a whole whole lot. Uh, um, I just want to talk about some stuff. So I think it was a while ago. I put it in a group chat. I was like musically like. I think I was talking about... Well, no. Let's start with J. Cole. Sure. Let's start with J. Cole. J. Cole shouldn't be in the same conversation as Drake and Kendrick. Bar for bar. I don't think. I can't do that conversation this week. I don't think his bars are up to snuff. Consistently. I think if you go project to project, album, album. Yeah. I think the the body of work that they create is equal. But bar for bar rapping ability, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, yeah, uh, the content they produce is on par, hundred percent. Yeah, rapping ability, I don't think so. And he goes off. I love J Cole. That was just a hard pill. I feel like I had to swallow this week. Got you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, I would say structurally, he can compete. But as far as like, if you yeah, lyrically word for word, it's like. Nah, that's like definitely. if y'all turned the beats off, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. Tomo, that was you, just a- Tomo. He's the shit, but you can't out fart me. That sounds real, <laughs> real funny. Acapella. That sounds real funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I came to a realization jamming out to a song too, blasting. I'm like, he's going off, but it's just like, but is he? So, um. And then I guess leading off of that, because it was like a meme about Drake and J. Cole and Kendrick. And I was like, if these three rappers lived in like a a universe, like an anime universe, like which one would it be? Because they're all like powerful in their own right. And I didn't want to go Naruto because it's, it's just such a big show and it's the obvious. But um, on to the next kind of conversational piece that you brought me to. Mm-hmm. About battle rappers. I feel like battle rappers should be on more songs present day. 
Because I feel yeah, like they have a lot you, of good verses. I think I saw you tweet about that. Who kind of made you think of that? Oh, or? yeah. Uh, Loaded Lux. I was listening mm. to Loaded Lux randomly. And um, damn, did I? I probably didn't like it because it was on YouTube. But yeah, like he has good verses. Um, I grew up listening to an early battle rap where niggas would actually start fighting and shit. Mm. You know, you had to get like this random DVD. <laughs> It'd be like 20 minutes of niggas fighting and then you start getting to the battles. Um, so I just was like, yeah, like, sure, these niggas make terrible songs a lot of the times. But if you got like Ariana Grande being all poppy and then this nigga just comes in with a verse instead of like Tiger. And I know we did the whole Tiger versus Kid Cudi thing, but it's like if you could get an actual content verse because they listen to what's hot too i'm sure they can mimic some shit mm-hmm. and put their little sauce on it because it's just like i feel like people go to kendrick for like the pop hits or they were going to for a while and i just was always whelmed yeah it, it was it was never really like cool it was like all right kendrick's on it a lot of that time that stuff don't work because we were noticing that like maroon five will always pop up with a hit with a rapper somewhere there and it's yeah. like usually a woman and the song is just ass. Like they have a song with Meg right now and it's just so buns. Like you can tell that like <laughs> her part and Maroon 5's part, like somebody wrote the song and they just were like, okay. Like it's just very generic. Like because every verse was like, you were in my bed and now you're in my head. How do I get you out of my head and into the bed? I'm like, all right, this is, this is so corny. <laughs> Like, it makes sense this is a radio song right now, but oh my gosh, neither of them were, like, passionate about the content in this song. Like, it's just kind of there. So I guess I'll circle back to say, I would hope that if you did need people to get a bad rapper into the room and onto the verse, like, it was still, like, passionate. You know, you'd hope that it's not like you can feel that this was just kind of handed to them. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of the times the rap verse is just cool. Like, it's Mm-hmm. more so a part of the beat instead of what they're saying right so i'm like if we're gonna do that anyway we might as well get some heat in there <laughs> yeah and it'll probably be cheaper to be honest <laughs> yeah it just makes me wonder why it's not really a big thing already like is it maybe the battle rappers like intentionality of their art they're like yeah this is what i do i don't want it to be in this form kind of a thing i think it's a it's a bunch of things you know to help being commercial i think uh for the industry people, we might be looked at as semi-pro, you know, mm-hmm. it might hurt bigger artists to do shit like that, whereas I think it would be cool. Yeah. To me. I don't know. Um, it would be cool. I can't think of who I was watching a lot that I would like to hear on a verse, because there was like a battle rap kick I was in months ago, just watching a bunch of videos, but uh, I definitely I mean, agree. I'm just curious as to why it's not... Yeah, I, I mean, because there's so many, like, clever bars and shit like that. It's just, like, I feel like even if they were brought more into, like, the music-making process of, like, mainstream shit, like, mm. we would probably just get cooler music as a whole. But, see, I also wonder why it's not happening in the old sense of mixtape styles, like, them just rapping over beats that already exist. Or, like, hmm. yeah, I don't know. But maybe, well, I think, too, because monetization, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, I can go nuts on this beat that's on a radio that I can't really profit from, or I can get a scratch beat, but then it's just like, yeah, going nuts. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I got 100,000 fans who are going to listen to it, and all that money's mine now, instead of like me getting 10%. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, I'll come back next week with the the song that kind of made me think. Oh yeah, this nigga should be on mainstream shit. Um. But more to things I did listen to. Um, I gave the DMX album a, a quick listen. This oh, this was like the posthumous. Album no, I don't think or? it was posthumous. I think it was in the works prior. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was actually about to start doing a run for it. To be honest. Well, it's posthumous because it released after he died anyway, right? Oh, is that what that means? I thought it was. Con- I thought it was only that if it was constructed after. No, I think oh. if they if it's released afterwards, then it's counted that way. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah, it's that then. <clears throat> um. But yeah. It was um, an interesting listen, mm-hmm. given that I already did my DMX deep dive. It didn't feel like it strayed away too much, mm-hmm. but I think I wasn't in a space to really hear it all the way. Um, but the one song that I did step away liking was uh, Hood Blues, and it's uh, pretty much the Griselda click on there, just going, going gritty with DMX, so that shit's pretty hard. I play a little bit of it. That's dope. Um, I'm really feeling that beat a lot. Yeah, it was it. I don't know, like it didn't feel too. You know, when old niggas make albums, you kind of like what's going on here. It felt true to him. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I just uh, I want to give it a solid listen before I really give my feedback. Okay, and um, I think I'll check it out too, so we can. Yeah, and I knew you didn't listen to it, so I was like, uh, you know, get to some other stuff. Um, but that song did remind me. Any update on this Alchemist album? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen any. I found it. <laughs> any confirmation <laughs> of? Yeah, no, nothing. Damn. Okay. Cause it sounds like he made that, but I mean. Yeah, we gotta do some do this. some digging. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'll toss it to you. I've been talking your ear off. Sure, I'll do one conversational piece myself. Uh, I wrote here that Coyle Ray passes, and I know that's like okay. the hot take of the Bro, day. I thought she died, and I was like, "What's going <laughs> on?" <laughs> so I like started. I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> uh, 
uh, it is, it's really not a long thing. I just, I feel like I heard like three songs of hers that I was like, yeah, this is kind of catchy. And she, I mean, she's kind of ass. I feel like her most popular songs, I'm not feeling like at all. But uh, her song Stick and Move is unbelievably catchy. So I'm like, whatever. If this is all I ever listen to, that's cool with me. And then, like, the very next day, there was that video of her, like, opening for somebody, and nobody in the crowd was, like, feeling it at all. Like, the whole yeah, seen crowd that. was silent. I was like, oh, my <coughs> gosh, that's so awkward. Uh, I, I will admit, though, on the other end, that she definitely is doing her best. Uh, pl- she's trying to be Playgirl Cardi. <laughs> and, most of, and most of the time, it just don't work. Like, sonically, I can hear it. I'm like, yeah, hearing a girl do this is kind of tight. But yeah. then, like, boy, her, like, words or lack thereof, because most of the time she's just, like, I don't know, humming or vibing or, like, repeating shit a lot. Yeah. Because, like, if I look at it, like, her top five songs, like, Big Purr is, like, no. No More Parties is uh, not great. About Me, I think I that's... I like No More Parties. I don't know. I can't get... I don't know what it is. I can't get my. But it could it. just it's, be the TikTok is, of me hearing... That little piece. You know the little fuck everybody. I don't know. No. Oh yeah. no, I'm, let, I'm playing it now. I like this song. It's just it's just not doing it for me. I get it. But either way, stick and move is all I needed. I think I can do upbeat, groovy stuff from her. Mm-hmm. But I feel like no more parties just feel like I don't know. But either way, she passes, though, overall. I feel like there's definitely potential there just for songs to groove to. I don't know if I could do a full project, but, yeah, that's all I had there. And then to mm-hmm. break up the uh, conversational stuff, I do want to play uh, something from a rapper that I really enjoy that I didn't know dropped something at the end of the year last year. Okay. Uh, Michael Christmas is his name. And I saw that, and I was like, is he being funny right <laughs> no, Michael Christmas is really dope. Uh, I don't know. He's just a rapper I paid attention to on my own quietly. I don't know mm-hmm. how big he's gotten or is getting, but there was like a big gap in time with his releases. Um, but then I realized he dropped something at the end of last year, and I was kind of sad that I didn't even notice it. But it's, you know, it's up to, up to snuff with his sound and everything, and he even addressed the fact that like people were like, you know, where the heck did he go? Uh, so yeah. the album, the album is called Hiding, and I think a song that uh, I thought you would enjoy this and maybe you feel it. And uh, I think I dropped it in the group chat. I was like, y'all, y'all go fuck with this one. But uh, the song is called I Quit by Michael Christmas, and it, it, it has a good feel for just him in general. But uh, his older project role model from 2018 i think people would like a hell of a lot if they're not filming this project but i think there's something for everybody to enjoy i feel like somewhere in between that like i don't know mac miller code of the friend like those kind of rappers i feel like he is in that circle kind of like really chill Mm -hmm. easy to follow lyrics sprinkle in occasional like nerd shit um yeah all right, cool. I got it queued up. Uh-huh. 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 
lit myself on fire, I was looking for a roast All these people say I'm funny, I'm like when I tell a joke Looking for that good reaction when I went to tell my folks I was quitting everything but rap, drink, fuck, smoke I was quitting everything but rap, drink, fuck, smoke I was quitting everything but rap, drink, fuck, smoke I was quitting everything but rap, drink, fuck, smoke Rap, drink, fuck, smoke Quitting everything but rap, drink, fuck, smoke Cause they tryna take the youngins, R.I.P. pop, smoke Sometimes I talk to angels, I ain't never lost hope Just lost the cause, now a nigga wanna fall Life is short, the order's tall, heart big as taco fall Like NyQuil, no stopping them, gotta stop popping them They don't work, nigga like me was in school like fuck homework Looking at my teacher, how that don't work? Fuck an algorithm, niggas never lose the beat That shit don't work, it ain't no algorithm in these streets Them people like what they see, take what they want I finesse the game like an idiot savant Still I'm looking for a font Clarence, a black superhero, what we want? Wear it, okay, just the afro in the gun Share it, just like Reggie Hammond Fuck him up and Paris Okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, this is this is right up my alley. Yeah, the, the message of it, like, yeah, I just feel like everybody could feel it. Like, I quit everything except for rap, drink, fuck, smoke. I'm like, yep. Sometimes <laughs> you just gotta be in the zone with the shit that matters. Like, hey, I got my vices, I got my shit, I'm a grind on, and that's it. Everything else is just whatever. Yeah, it reminded me of like you know that lo-fi. Adult Swim type bump. Speaking of, I don't know if you've seen the little TikTok thing where they're doing the Adult Swim bumps. Yeah, the videos were so different, though, that I was confused. I was like, what's the, is there an underlying thing I'm missing? Like, how are you supposed to use it? I think people weren't doing it right, but it's basically supposed to be a little shit that pops up before the episode comes back on, on Adult Swim. The bullshit commercial type thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I might have like, to Like, I sent you some good ones that I've seen. Um, and I was like, I get this. I like it. Okay, um, I'm, I'm glad this exists, though. I was like, I want to know how to use this right before I do one, but that shit's tight. Yeah, I'm probably going to go ham on them today. Um, make a couple. I feel like that would be something I'm good at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I like him, man. Um, no, he's dope. I think He didn't like sound the, how I expected him to sound, like, vocally. I think you like the 2018 project a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it has some nice groovy stuff on there, but this one's... 30 minutes long, good bars, good sounds. Uh, yeah, it's dope. Uh, let's see. Ooh, yeah, another conversational thing. I was listening to uh, How Does It Feel uh, by D'Angelo at some point in time in the mm-hmm. past week. And I was like, you know what? In reality, I really don't know what the hell he's saying in this first verse. <laughs> like, I know how the chorus goes, but low key, the way this is mixed and stuff, I, I have no idea what he's saying. Like, He's singing in such a high pitch and it's low key, like edited in a way where it's hard to hear. And then I was thinking, maybe we got to stop giving such smoke to some of these like whisper R&B artists because it's clearly not a new thing. Like sometimes people I love mix whisper shit. R&B. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't I don't really have the biggest beef in the world with it, but I see a lot of beef with it. So mm. I was like, huh, if D'Angelo is getting off of one of like the greatest, you know, <laughs> tracks ever this way. We got to chill on SZA and everybody because I have no idea what he's saying besides how does it feel <laughs> when he gets to that part. So, uh, yeah, that was just something I thought about. I was like, oh, yeah, this is far from a new thing. Like, we got to we gotta let, let shit slide. Oh, did you cue it up there for a second? Yeah. 
Oh dang! I don't know why I thought he come on speaking off rip. Nah, yeah, it this takes, shit does. It takes <laughs> like a second. slow molasses. Yeah. I do hear like mosquitoes in my head when I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, if I was at karaoke, I would have to be staring at the screen. I'm not sure what he says at the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, no. It's like, right. it's like you can hear it, but it's like, uh, what did he say? And that was a complaint from a lot of like my huge R&B fans of his last album, which I really loved. Mm. I was like, I don't know what that nigga's saying. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess you don't, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm not bad at it, but if you were to have to do karaoke with no screen, like, <laughs> like yeah. Oh, um, man. I do want to play a song. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's fair to play that song before you get into your conversational piece about Toby. Because I wanted to play it last week, but we just had a shit ton of music. Uh, play it first, and then we'll talk. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I was like, dang. Like, I, I remember our, our episode was getting pretty long. And I was like, oh, man, I played some bullshit when I really wanted to play this. All right. And I got it queued up. You ready? Alright. Look, dog, I'm extra unique. My whole aura screen talent. I've been listening to Fell like Griselda and Marvin Wines just to make sure I'm balanced. I'm from the West, yo. Half of my partners is savage. The other half made it out the mud, but the taste of sludge didn't alter their palate. Yeah. I'm a dog, I'm a beast, and your father figure. Yeah. That little P365 was just fast starter pistol. She got a scorpion too, and I'll stang you just like a scorpion do. If a demon get gregarious, my little Harry don't do what accordions do. That means bold, I was told by the G's of bones. Keep your lady closed, make sure she can work a pole. But they wasn't referring to strip hell. I'm still by way with the clippers. I done been blessed with a woman that play heavy, but turn the face on the leg of She keep the devil off me like the cherubim. She make it clear to hold that we ain't sharing them. I push the Eucanese like a chariot. They gay a legend, hey, we had to bury them. Yeah. But that's how I be in the jungle yeah. I grew up around wildlings and mongrels yeah. Ready to slump it, yeah. you a jumpy yeah. I rock the stars to be hungry yeah. I told my baby girl she gon' have more in her head Than just product and bundles yeah. They say I'm rapping with hunger yeah. I tell them hell no, I'm eating yeah. If you book me for a show and I can't bring my wife and my babies I'm leaving yeah. Big daddy energy speaking yeah. I keep the enemy tweaking yeah. I can go huh Check and they'll say I'm the hardest one breathing yeah. I am a beacon for heathen yeah. Me and my hood got cohesion It's all me get with that dirty ass yeah. So they missed you when they know what's better than I It's all bye, bye. If you black, we're safe Bye, 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 That's my side Throw it up and I'ma put it down Until I And then Fat comes on and raps, <laughs> so which is always my favorite. This is actually perfect because this was uh, the song in question. Oh, wow. Was, okay. When I was seeing the Twitter conversations around them, there was two separate things that I, I low-key was like hurt <laughs> when I seen it because the first thing uh, people were talking about, like <laughs> they said Toby makes music for people that... Uh, Crump in front of police at the protests. 
huh. or something like that. I was like, oh my god! I was like, whoa! And it then, fits though. <laughs> and then there was another video. It was like it was literally Fat's verse from this song, and somebody was just like, "This is the worst shit I've ever heard in my life." Like, really? <laughs> so there was just conversations around like we got to stop acting like they're tight kind of thing. And I was just like, so like taken aback. I just couldn't believe it. Uh, hmm. I don't okay. know. I Let's generally, talk about it. yeah, I generally enjoy their aesthetic and their music. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be like, you know what? They're right. This shit is corny. I, I can't do that. Cause I mean, even just some of his solo work, like, nah, he's got bars. I'm not going to act like, Plenty nah. of them. Yeah, we not finna. Nah, we not finna do that. So let's start with the bars. He has plenty. Yeah. This is uh Chauncey, Sixth <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Street. If you want Austin, Texas. Uh, I don't know about Vegas. I don't know any place with another stripper bars. Edgewood, if you want. <laughs> There's bars here. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, but outside of that, like I will say, some of, he's put out things that I've just like not cared for. Mm-hmm. Maybe things that I felt like were a little cheesy, but it fit his overall aesthetic, so I let it slide. But he's never gone so opposite of what I liked to discredit what he's done. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Um, but no, overall, I feel like that nigga's hard. Like, you know, I'm the hardest one breathing. If I got a show and I can't bring my wife and my baby, then nigga, I'm leaving. How many niggas is doing that? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's, he's making room for it to do whatever the fuck he want to do. And I personally, I, I like the delivery of it too, because that's yeah. Part and of it's never like this is what y'all need to do. It's always this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Even if I didn't like his shit, if he's making space to do what he want to do, I I can never see that as corny, unless it's at the expense of somebody else. And I feel like there was an okay way to laugh at it. Like, uh, what's that comedian, that bald comedian's name, who like did a Tobey song? Like he did the whole like stared at the screen wearing pastel colors. Uh, whispering I remember thing. seeing something like that. I remember seeing I, not old Kev on stage. Yeah, it was Kev on yeah. stage. He did this. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "I am from Africa." I da da da. Like stared at the camera, like doing that. Yeah. Type. I was like, "This is funny." Whatever. But I just, you know, you know how Twitter be. Everybody had to go to the extreme of like, oh, this is for like corny niggas at the protest type music. I'm like, damn, <laughs> like, just taking the fun out of everything. But nah, I'm glad we played some defense there. Toby's dope. Like, it is what it is. Okay, yeah, I thought you was gonna come in here and say you you was getting tired of the of the slides. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, you know, I, I rarely come on here and play defense. But yeah, that was yeah. It was worth it, <laughs> right there. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I guess before I toss it back to you, I'll just say I started listening to the weekend lately, and I thought mm. I didn't like the weekend, but I kind of do. Uh, what albums were you bumping that kind of brought you in? Uh, more songs, but it was songs from. Uh, let's see. Why you looking? Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, After hours and Starboy. Okay, uh, for me, I, in general, I kind of realized he's like solo, really good headphones or really good speaker music for me. 
I'm like, you know what? Maybe this isn't like group music or like I don't really no, want to hear don't it think out. So. But I I jammed to his shit like solo if I'm in a certain mood. So uh, I mean, I've always liked him, but I feel like the most recent stuff it just sounds really good. If I'm playing a game and got good headphones in or something, and I'm in an upbeat kind of feel, like the '80s synths and all that, it works when you're by yourself jamming. So uh, as you, I saying, don't think I can do full albums though, but mm-hmm. he has good songs, and I think enough songs per project. I'm like. I like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure his concerts are probably late. I don't know if I would go that far to go to one, but yeah. I would know everything if I went, but yeah, I don't know if I would go. But the concerts be so, like, it make you like shit that you don't like. Yeah, huh? Like, I, I never liked Heartbeat from Childish Gambino. Mm. But when he mixed it with Shabba Ranks, that shit was hard. That was probably, like, the highlight of that concert for me. Yeah, so for, <laughs> for everybody who don't know, because I doubt anybody was at this sh- this specific show, but yeah, the uh, because well, the internet. What, what, in was that beat again? what was that beat again? Uh, shot Shabba. Ranks. Oh yeah, yeah. Shot Shabba ranks. Oh, because it started off as like a like a I don't know what's that like. There was just this really fast paced beat that started. And then it turned into the Shabba Ranks beat, but then Bino like wrapped the heartbeat lyrics over it. It was really cool uh, in this concert he did in Chicago. But yeah, that's one way to get somebody to appreciate a song (laughs) and just hear it in a different form like that, right? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like a weekend concert would be lit. I don't know if I'm paying for that shit, though. I do realize that I want to see Drake live, though. Yeah, that would probably be very worthwhile. I would like to be up in decent seats, though. I don't want to yeah. be nosebleeds for Nosebleeds, it. yeah. Because um, I feel like that's somebody who's come to Atlanta a couple times, and I was just like, I ain't going to that. Don't know why I was thinking that, but yeah. I think the next time he comes through, I'm going to cop a ticket. Actually, I don't know if I want to be nosebleeds in general again, because the last time I was far back, I went to an Ed Sheeran concert, and he was actually a much better performer than I had anticipated. So I was like, dang, it'd be better up close even, because he was doing that, that like, that, he had a loop pedal out there, and it was mm-hmm. just like crafting shit <laughs> live. <laughs> I was like, this is hard. Um, and, and like you're saying, he didn't even perform the songs that I was like anticipating. Yeah, um, cause I you know I had a couple favorites, but hmm, let's see. I'm kind of left to like an album I'm really really passionate about, and then a couple samples of songs. I don't even know what I want to. Did you have anything you wanted to play or talk about before we? Nah, I'm good. Hmm. Yep, I will table some of these for next week just because of time. Yeah. yeah, we can uh, we can move on to our next session. Uh, play me in. Oh, 
Let's go. Yes, sir. Shout out to the people who uh, are going to BlurredCon. That looks cool. Man, I had no idea it was <laughs> on and popping and shit. Yeah, I was like, 2020, here we come. And I'm scrolling <laughs> on Instagram and I'm like, or 2022. Yeah, and what I'm city like, is it in? July. It's in D.C. Okay. Damn. Yeah, I was like, July, July. What? Is that, <laughs> is that the city it's always in? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, no, that'll be fun whenever yeah, we do get to cool. go down there. So, you know, I, I played a song every week, the Inferno song, and I just seen this comment, and it was like, everyone's gangster till, till Captain says, sister, start the prayer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's man. Great. Oh, man. So, uh, what you been uh, watching this week? Uh, it's been a pretty decent week. Um, you know, I've been not feeling great. So, as a cool down show, I've been watching Space Dandy. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I talked about it before that it's, you know, you know, largely a comedy uh, space show, but the sub is the only show available on Hulu. So, I was like, fuck it, let's check it out. Because a few years ago, my cousin and I and my brother, we'd watch it like just casually while we were like, you know, playing a game or whatever. We'd leave Space Dandy on at night. And it was the, the dub version was What's on Adult Swim. <laughs> And it was pretty damn funny. So I'm like, let me see if the sub holds up. And I will say the dub is better just as like, it just makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, and in Space Dandy's dub voice, it kind of, it just feels better. Like he's, uh, I think it's that voice actor that does um, the dad on um, uh, Rick and Morty. Mm, okay. But he's not like a nervous dude like that yeah, character. Yeah, he's yeah. like, you know, shit talking, cocky johnny bravo type yeah but that voice actor so you you imagine how that would be um Mm -hmm. and i forgot how sexual the show was it's been a while because like i just forgot that space danny's just horny and they be at this uh what is it called uh like the hooters equivalent (laughs) it's it's called boobies and they be at boobies as often as they can Um, i'm dead in the dub and the sub is called boobies like i thought i was like is this is this dub titties or something they call it different but no they say boobies in both um but in general like dandy is a he's a bounty hunter and he's got this big ass spaceship called the aloha oi and he's really just like you know he's cocky as hell but he's really not that good at anything he's doing (laughs) and i guess his main like income is he basically tries to hunt down new aliens and sell them to like the space force for credits and that you know you get paid if you discover a new alien because there's like you know billions of planets out there hop on a new planet discover alien sell it to the to get it in the encyclopedia of aliens that's where he gets his money and then it's him and his cat-like creature that can speak and then his robot partner called qt that's like a like the damn near like the vacuum from teletubbies just walking and talking and mm-hmm. yeah so it's that crew on the aloha oi just trying to hunt new aliens and they're all just like ridiculous and not very good at what they're doing and yeah that's that's what the show is based around and then they'd be pulling up the hooters clowning <laughs> uh then besides that i watched megalo box on netflix yeah i watched I fe- that too 
Yeah, just because I felt like it's been in my face every time I get on Netflix. You're like, because you watched, because you, I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. Uh, and then otherwise, I guess since we didn't finish it before, uh, I wrapped up Inuyashiki's uh, 12 episodes. Because we, we didn't wrap it up last week, right? I thought we did, but I don't remember. I don't know, because I think we uh, were like halfway through. and then there Oh, was like a, we texted about it. Oh, damn. What? Yeah, we, okay. didn't, wrap, we didn't wrap it up on here. Um, <laughs> damn. Oh, yeah. yeah let's, let's do that. Cool. So we can start there or we can do Mega Little Box, whatever. Uh, we can save Inuyashiki for last, actually. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so I started Megalobox. I didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, that shit's pretty damn good. You haven't watched it before, have you? Mm-mm. This is the it, first. It was Baki that you saw before? Yeah, I seen Baki. And okay. it's funny because I was going to say I was not... I was skeptical about a boxing anime. Mm-hmm. Um, just how good the fights would be. And the mm-hmm. fights were pretty good for it to only be boxing. Like, Yeah. Niggas ain't jumping through the sky, blasting, like, it's just straight up, hands up, and it's pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the storytelling is pretty good, too. Have you seen this before? No. This is my okay. first time watching it, and I, it feels like these, yeah, so just as a suggestion, anybody, if you want a quick watch, this is it. Because it's 13 episodes, but they felt, I felt like I was watching a movie, because I sat down and watched it one sitting while I was at work, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm about done here. Like let me, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm almost done. Let's, let's see what happens. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really quick, quick show, but it feels paced nicely. Like it, you can feel that they were training for X amount of months, and uh, mm-hmm. JD, the main character, like you feel like he was getting better and like taking his lumps, and uh, there was some character development. Like it's not 13 shows in a cheap way. I feel like no. it's thir- 13 episodes uh, a good way. So. Yeah, definitely was cool that way. I do like, let's see, on my notes here, I have the first thing written down was drama. I feel like there's a good amount of drama. Yeah. Between, Mm -hmm. like, the coach being a piece of shit at the beginning and his answer to everything was quit and, like, do whatever is, like, going to get you some money. And he had some maturation along the way. Uh, Then the art style was something else I wrote on. Like, I do like the character designs. I like the world that they built because you could mm-hmm. tell me that this is the same universe as Michiko and Hachin, but like 15 years later and I would believe you or like you yeah. could tell me that some other show was happening down the street and I would believe it. Like it just felt like the art, the world, the dialogue, like, the setting, it just felt like other shows were taking place around there and it just mixed in really well. Um, which is something I wish that they would kind of do is kind of blend some worlds or like, hint at them or something i feel like that kind of crossover stuff would be cool even if it's not like characters straight up shaking hands and fighting just some kind of reference to the larger universe would be really cool yeah i was gonna say i think it had a level of realism that we both enjoy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um that i'll dive into later once we get into like some of the fight scenes and stuff um but yeah i think one of the things i said was i love the setup just like the stakes Mm-hmm. And how the stakes evolve very naturally. Yes. Um, and realistically. Yes. And I don't know. Like, you kind of get the, the gist that, oh, this guy's in debt and there's, like, some shit going on and he has to get his way out. But it wasn't like, all right, he's just going to kick ass and have this hard fight. And then 
he's just gonna power through. They, they get the money. They it go was home, some very but, practical yeah. shit <laughs> that took place. A lot of hard gambling. A lot of hard like, hey, like you're the shit, but like you ain't got no. You got to refine this shit. Yep. Um. Yeah. Just realistic roadblocks, which was tight to me. Yeah. Uh. Um, yeah. You hit one of my notes on the head right there. Before we get into spoiler talk, then the next thing. Uh, music. The music was really good. Uh, they blended like some jazzy sounds, some hip hop, and yeah, I feel like none of the background music was like predictable or typical. Like I feel like all the songs stood out and they were placed right, and they broke up some of the like more tense moments really well. So I thought that had to uh, definitely get mentioned here. The music was really solid. I don't know if you kind of caught. I didn't some catch of that the or... music, but something that I hate that I caught, but it was. I kept looking for after I caught it was the timing of the clocks in each fight it was mm. like I feel like pretty damn spot on mm. like it wasn't like it's been 10 seconds for two minutes like he's like all right let's go you see the clock like I don't know that is a shit ton of attention to detail like he stood up it's you know what two three minute rounds like you see 59 and it's counting he talks to himself and it's literally 10 seconds later. Like, I don't know. I've been, you know, wrestling competing. It's kind of similar. Like, you have to, like, shake the fear off. But you're also, like, watching the clock. I yep. think it's probably the same in boxing. Those one-on-one sports, like, with the like you have to be so time conscious. Yep. And it's like, they don't really show him looking at the clock. But maybe that's why I was looking at it. Because I'm thinking from a competitive standpoint. Like, how much time do I got mm. to get these moves off to... You know, gain some points, and it just uh, yep. always felt like on. I'm like, damn, like this is like really good time. Mm-hmm. So, um, I thought that shit was hard, and I bet that shit was time consuming to do. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. You caught that because I wrote here that like, not from a time perspective, but sometimes just the uh, the way that they show the effects of you know the war of attrition that boxing is like. I wish that sometimes when somebody had the advantage, like, they didn't really show that, like, oh, JD got his uh, mouthpiece knocked the fuck out of his mouth. Like, that was, like, the only way they showed there was, like, a change in who was really ahead. It was, like, it would be a huge, huge, huge hit, which makes sense because they got, like, robot armor on their back. So, of course, somebody's shit should be fucked up. <laughs> but I was hoping there was more. Because sometimes the coolest things in boxing is the subtlety. Mm-hmm. Of who's in the lead, you can kind of feel like you see like who's more tired or whose eyeball is purple, and like uh, just like who's moving more confidently in the ring. You can kind of notice those things. So I was like, I wish there was a little bit more than just like he literally knocked his mouthpiece out of his mouth and he's on his back. Like okay, but so for you me, noticing the clocks and that yeah. stuff like that, yeah. So they did a better job of the subtleties of boxing than maybe I even was catching. So. So, for me, I attributed that to, because I don't know, I'm on, like, episode seven. Mm. I attribute that to him not having the shit. His gear, yeah. Yeah, so I figured he might not be able to take a punch as well as if he had. I don't know. Well, I don't think, if you get hit square in the jaw, <laughs> with, <laughs> I don't think anybody can take that well with, with at all. Gear but or no gear. you know, gear. like, because sometimes he's, like... I don't, I don't You can kind of block it with your hand. But or, like, nah. maybe you got a little bit more back support. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. So, I guess in general, for anybody who hasn't seen it while we're still talking generalities. 
the yeah. the boxing world in this show is futuristic. Like they don't just use gloves; they use uh like this movement gear. It's basically like robo arms that can attach to your back. And there's not like, like a jacks. Yeah, there's not like a <laughs> yeah like like <laughs> jacks from Mortal Kombat, but there's not like a uniform. Uh, like you know how NASCAR has a, you know certain chassis you can use for your car. Uh, only couple different engines and tire brands but in this world like if you're broke like you're gonna have like the fisher price robo gear versus the 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 champion boxer yuri he had like his shit was attached to his like skin stem cells and shit yeah he had like a surgery to get his boxing gear attached to his body whereas the main character uh jd he um like his gear was just like you know built from scrap shit and he didn't even like to use gear like he wanted to just be a you know old school boxer but the idea of the show is like there's a tournament where people w- who use the gear would enter and just like you know who's the best of the best and uh there was a guy whose gear has like ai attached to it and it like can predict another fighter's moves then the main character his gear was just like you know state-of-the-art shit then jd had like probably the lowest of the low but he had like the most natural skill so all those things kind of mix in and uh jd's coach was in a lot of debt probably from gambling and owed this uh like gangster. you know gangster some money Lone and shark type yeah the way they were going to get the money back was basically just throwing fights in underground rings like jd was just going to take l after l after l and just you know basically fix the fights and jd was getting sick of that shit like man i'm a good fighter i could probably actually get money if i just start winning in real tournaments why do I got to keep taking L's? But his coach, being selfish, was like, nah, 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 look. We just going to take one more L, and we going to be done with this shit. He's like, well, how about one more L, and then we going to get out of this shit. He's like, look, JD, you're good, but you're not great. So let's take one more L. Like, So it's just like that, you know, back and forth kind of starts off the show, uh, and it leads into more of them deciding what to do to get the money right and so on 13 episodes good music good fights uh yeah so yeah so yeah let's get let's get into the spoilers deep into it for those of you who have seen some of it or seen it all and yeah um so yeah like i said i got to episode seven so i like that it didn't turn into like this runaway train where he just beat the guy like I, I liked when he beat the person. Mm-hmm. It like felt some sh- it felt worth getting to, and you didn't feel like he was gonna win. Reg- like you felt like, oh shit, this might be the one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like every fight, even after seven, I still felt like fuck. Like he's about to get wasted. Like <laughs> he's about to get yeah. waxed. <laughs> um. Uh. Story wise, yeah, I like that. Uh, the little fucking shit broke. Twice. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh huh. Like I like that his shit fucked up. They stole it. Niggas was scrapping. That shit broke. And it's like, well, fuck it, bro. We ain't got no choice. Like you gotta go bare. Like I think that shit's hard. I I thought they were gonna get some last second equipment too. So yeah, they, yeah. they def it definitely. I was feel good like it would have made it a little cheesy though if he, if they did. Yeah, because I thought the kid that was on their team was gonna pull up with some. Look what I made. I thought he was going to be an engineer, the kid. I did, too. They, yeah, they kept 
you know, gassing him up. Like, he just was like, because he was like, man, you're not going to win with this equipment. You're going to move too slow, blah, blah, blah. Like, he knew everything about the gear. So I was like, oh, with the right parts, could he build some shit? Like, is he about to make some fire shit out of hand-me-downs? But, nah, they just, the gear, the gearless Joe angle was cool. Because he's like, man, I don't even need this shit. I'm finna rock all y'all chains. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a real boxer. Like, I don't need this shit. Yeah, I thought that shit was hard. Uh, I liked the first fight. The aspect of him getting into his first fight. Mm. And, like, there's, like, water kind of on some Akadama Drive shit and a thing. Really like Demon Slayer where it's, like, this metaphorical water. But that's a thing that I feel like is really hard to show, like, how the fear can get you. And he's like, look, nigga, like. It's okay to be scared. Your your fear, you need to acknowledge it so that you can move past it. Yeah. It's fucking you up, and you're getting your sheep, your shit beat in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Again, I'm sure it happens to every athlete, but that's definitely something that happens to me uh, from time to time. When it's like you know you go into the finals or something, and it's like, bro, my body is not moving. Like this match is just happening to me. And I can't move fast enough. Like, I'm strong enough, fast enough, but my body's just shaking. And it's like, and this motherfucker don't care. He's trying to take my head off. Um, And I feel like sometimes it just takes rounds. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Everything about it was what I've been curious to see if was out there in an anime, like a sports Mm -hmm. anime kind of. Like, if they could really capture what it feels like to go through these type of things. Literally, just being in a certain gym can fuck you up. Like the Your wear and tear going the, out, the like, weeks before, the what you ate. Like, yeah, the subtlety of sports. Like, that's why I was so impressed with High Q. Like, they captured those aspects from a high school angle. So, uh, this show did, you know, something well with like a solo sport in that aspect. And it, yeah, it don't take much to really just like make you feel just uncomfortable and they showed that so yeah i thought that was really awesome too and if i'm not mistaken i don't think he was doing a lot of talking to himself no there wasn't a lot of inner dialogue it, they just which got is right what to I, how it. i would imagined i mean because that whole struggle with him like being afraid i feel like when i always imagine that in like a sports anime that's what i imagined so it was cool to not see it I think it made more sense because how much time do you have for inner dialogue when you're these these rounds are really short and you're bleeding and like yeah. your, your eyes like you don't have time for that shit. Your your coach is your connection to everything. So yeah, I think that they highlighted that pretty well. Like if he's losing his cool, he's not going to talk himself out of it. His coach is going to be his best connection or his. Uh, the kid that was with like that's gonna be your connection to getting back into the shits and they did a really good job of letting that be his guy and everything i wanted to say i think that they didn't go too far with the uh the gear aspect of everything like i feel like it really it could have been this overly done like people really cheesing like somebody's gear could have the ability to like i don't know do 10 punches a second and really just knock somebody's head off kind of thing and yeah or like a super punch and or like somebody's gear like spits out this toxin <laughs> like yeah. it could have been this really like oh i feel dizzy i wonder why it's his gear he's spitting out a to- like it just it just could have been <laughs> this off the wall shit like 
or his gear helps him move side to side quicker and that's how he like it, yeah it, it could have been off the wall but it wasn't um that i yeah i appreciated that but it still kept kind of grounded oh and back to the drama i do kind of like the family that was in charge of the megalonia tournament yeah like that lady and how she was just like i don't know she was like about the sport but not like completely heartless to where she just was like trying to get them in trouble and then her brother had different motivations like i liked it everybody just had their own shit going on and it wasn't yeah. too predictable what everybody wanted or was like potentially going to get out of this tournament and i like how yuri and uh, jd met like on the on the street in the rain and all that yeah like yeah like it, that, that, it's yeah. all pretty hard to me like just the way because at first i think in the first couple episodes i was like i can imagine how this is gonna go Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, so far it hasn't yeah it's still yeah it, it, it's not your typical underdog story like it doesn't just drag on like he's gonna s- succeed constantly like it gives you some even his though. old uh his old student his old uh boxer oh that episode was so cool <laughs> like oh yeah because i was thinking it's a rival and it's like no that's my former student <laughs> i thought he was dead they're like, yeah, you didn't even bother to check on him, you piece of shit. Like, every episode is like they're adding to how much their coach is an asshole. <laughs> like, every episode is like, man, you suck. Like, <laughs> so I like that he matures over the course of the whole series. Like, it takes the entire series, but he finally, like, gets some humility and some fucking some shame shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I really like that, too. Um, the storytelling at the end was really good to where they like there is a final boxing match but they don't tell you who wins they literally tell you in the credits like when all the shit's over i was yeah. like oh okay i was like did i miss something who won like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they they do a really good job there and uh i don't know what else this dude wrote or this lady whoever wrote this show like i need more like they just had they just did a really good job like pacing shit out mixing flashbacks because they could have just like shoved all the flashbacks in the beginning and been like look this is how we got here boom we're just gonna go forward but they like do a good job of bouncing around and explaining what the hell happened everybody and like using it as a break in between the action and i do like when storytellers do that yeah man this um you know i always have these master to-do lists and i've been playing around with the idea of like a comic or something Mm-hmm. And I, I think this this show made me want to put pen to page and draft up some shit. It's probably not going to be into 2022, 2023, but yeah, I think I'm going to have to put out a volume one or something. Would you do a sports thing? I'd do a wrestling one. That would be hard. Yeah. I think there's one I'll, I'll look wrestling one manga that I heard about. I don't think I it's think? this kind of wrestling. Like, not like high school, like Olympic style. Everything seems to be like, like, like WWE. Show. WWE, okay. And even the one that I thought where they had the uniforms on, they still seem to be doing WWE shit. They just had the actual wrestling fits on. Mm. So, yeah. Sweet, but, that'd uh, be dope. But yeah, definitely like no less than an eight out of ten for me. The show was really cool. Check it out if you haven't. But yeah, I think I yeah I think I covered all the notes I wanted there. Yeah. Um. It only thing I say is I thought it was older than what it was off the style. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, if we're wrapping that up, uh, I guess we got Inu and Yashiki next. Yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. <sighs> I think the last thing we had talked about last week was right before um, the dude got pulled up on by the cops. I think that's kind of where we were, like before the cops came to his mom's house. Like, oh yeah, around. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, deep sigh, like. This shit, this shit was tough. Was tough to watch. It's tough. Like, it's so draining because the. I think it was draining because the characters all felt so real. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we didn't talk a lot about this because I remember when I was editing the last episode, you was talking about how goofy he was, like how goofy the dad was. Like he didn't know. Like he was just getting beat up, and then he's like making people do a backflip when he punches them. <laughs> yeah. Like with the with the most yeah. awkward form. Like. Yeah, he didn't know how to fight. Like he's that's not who he was. Unioski was not a brawler, man. He wasn't in the streets doing nothing, but damn it if he wasn't fearless, you know, like Yeah. He um, accepted his fate quickly and realized what he was, like and I think it was important they show all the times he could have, should have and would have died in those fights cuz it's like, all right, they he hit you square in the jaw, but you're literally made of steel and some alien shit, vibranium, whatever, <laughs> like you're still up. Uh, the dude shot you multiple times in the house when you tried to prevent him from killing that family with his bang, bang, bang. bang but you're bang, like, yeah. you just you just built different. So, like, yeah, I think it was important they showed all that because it's like, I'm sure he still felt the terror of, fuck, I got shot. Fuck, I got shot. Damn, yeah. I got hit in the, in the jaw. Like, oh, wait, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still here. Because he didn't feel um, his confidence until, like, the end, you know, where he knew exactly, like, that most shit wasn't gonna fuck with him until his like until the planes were in the sky and shit really hit the fan that's when he was like alright enough is enough I liked um uh, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious that we spoiling here um I liked how the daughter didn't really have a speech like I know who you are or what you are she was like nigga come help <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. It was like, Come hey. here. <laughs> um, if she would have died, I would have been okay in that instance. I mean, I kind of didn't want her to die. It would have made sense to how, like, bumbling he was, though. Like, he didn't really know how to use his powers. It was more things that he could handle at once. Like, there's only one of him. He was across the entire city. Like, it would have made sense if he didn't get there yeah. in time. Which I mean, she she didn't. had passed out from the point. Yeah, she had passed out from the in the inhalation. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I like to like I like shows that respect death. Like, you know, if you got the will to be here for a, a millisecond, then I can do something. But if you're not here, then ain't shit I can do. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, because that's really when he fucked up. Hero was after that. <laughs> Yeah, right after that. Rip that nigga's started, arms off. <laughs> started going, He's, I've had enough of this. Um, the contrasting training arcs for them was cool. Like, Hero just, like, understanding what he could do almost immediately and he could control it. Then Inuyashiki had to make friends. like, And then he had to sing that Astro Boy theme. Oh, yeah. To, to help himself, like, get around and fly. and do. All, I thought that was a cool, like, nod nah, to one of the yeah. earliest... Like, Astro Boy led to all this nonsense later. Like. <laughs> and he literally had a jetpack, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, no, nah, man, it's a. Uh, I want to watch it again, but I think it it knocked a bunch of shit out of my top five. Ooh, wow, that's a. Because I like really looked at it mm-hmm. because some of that shit was up there just because I had seen it like you know recently. Um, and then if I'm condensing, you know, full metal into one, which I think is fair. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say it's top three cause I got to do some re looking around, but it's definitely top five. I think it can be Hey, we're getting older, man. Sometimes <laughs> it's, sometimes, you know, the Shonen stuff isn't your favorite at a certain point or yeah, it's not as goaded cause you realize you're not telling the most interesting story in the world. This is a pretty interesting story. <laughs> like this is crazy. I like the complexity of a uh, hero. Um, mm-hmm. He was acting like a kid. I think that's one of the things I enjoyed the most. Like, I'm just gonna help people, and shit is sweet now. Yeah, he felt 16 or whatever, 15, whatever age he was. He felt age appropriate. Like, In comparison <laughs> to like Light, who. Felt, felt like a grown man. Yeah, he felt he too twisted book. and too mature. Yeah. But Hero felt like a kid who was literally unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. His whole flip the switch of like, oh, I can have a family now. I can save the world. I don't have to be a monster. It's like, nah, G. You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're too far. You're so far gone. Like, this Nick <laughs> was crashing <laughs> planes. <laughs> yeah, this is unbelievable. Especially because it started with him killing for absolutely no reason. It wasn't even like, I got to get revenge on my bullies. I got to stop, like, rapes. I got to, no. He just was, like, pulling a a nice family at that. That's what really hurts. It's like they gave you enough context to really make you feel bad for the people he was pulling up on for no reason. I mean, they're just having dinner and having bath time. Like, we talked about that one episode. Like, it's just like, hey, man, what are you doing? and what um what made him so fucked up? I mean, I guess they kind of alluded that he was always like that. I think like, he just had a twisted view of the world and everything, and like something in him sparked. Like they didn't really go into his parents' divorce being like abusive the or cause, like yeah, nah. terrible. Nothing really. Sh- he was a smart kid. Like nothing really shook him. It was just like he just kind of had this dormant nastiness about him. But clearly, I mean, but he, he wasn't no fighter or nothing, or he didn't abuse drugs or have guns or nothing because he was getting bullied. He just was a, a dude. I'm sure the average person, if you made them immune to everything, they'd probably do some more fucked up shit than you would like to think. Like, once consequences go out the window, like, I'm pretty sure some of the people you love the most is, do, they might not start killing people, but they'll do some shit that you'll frown at at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, all so, it takes is all it takes is uh like if somebody cuts you off on the road and you can you know you can flatten their tire with like with snapping your fingers and then that flat tire leads to them getting an accident, you just keep driving. It you know like it just kinda builds. So, oh, one hundred percent there's been days where like and I hate to say it, but I knew if if I knew I could break check certain people in I could walk away fine, and maybe Unscathed, they're like, yeah, maybe they get like a little bruise on their head, but their car is fucked. I do it. Like that'll teach them. <laughs> yeah. Like get off of me, bro. Like we're on uh-huh. a highway. <laughs> uh-huh. Why, I'm going 80. Why are you two feet away from my car? <laughs> That's all it takes. Or then you got like, 
I don't know, somebody disrespect you at the club and you make them piss themselves. Like it just, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? like it's just like, like if you had the ability to do some shit like that, like it's gonna start off like non-lethal, but you never know how those yeah. kind of abilities and unchecked could like really, really twist you. I mean, even I had a moment like that in life. Like this dude was like just. I realized people used to, because I was so nonchalant, people, I felt like, felt like they could take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And one day, I was with a bunch of people. I was shooting a music video. And everybody looked like, you know, rappers and shit, except me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was in Detroit, and I was going into, like, this really, like, luxury Airbnb. And um, this dude was like, now, mind you, I got a red camera. This camera is, like, worth, like, $60,000 in my head. It was a rental, but anyway. Mm-hmm. So I got like this expensive shit in my hand, and like there's like this Mercedes outside, and like I'm the only one that don't look like a rapper, you know what I'm saying? And I'm the only one this guy feels the need to talk to. Mm-hmm. Like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm staying here. Who who are you here to see? Like, just checking me, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter. But like when I see all these other people walk in, I'm like, he's only doing this to me. Because for what, something about us make him feel uncomfortable, but he feels like this shit is okay with me, and I'm just non-confrontational, and that just like flipped a switch, and I just realized I was like, I'm not taking this shit from fucking nobody anymore, <laughs> and I was going off on people who had no, because I just felt like everybody wanted to. I I I learned how to say no and check people where they were without like being crazy. Yeah. But if I had that motherfucking bong bong at that time, who knows? (laughs) 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 Shit would have got real chronicle like up in this bitch. (laughs) Because I was like, how old was I? I was like, I was 20 20 at the time, 21 maybe. Yeah. So I was still pretty young. Like, I ain't no shit. I ain't live no life for real. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I remember this old lady was like getting real sassy with me. I was at the library talking to my friend. And she came and sat right next to us and told us to leave. And I was what? like, yeah, she was like, you guys should go get some coffee and uh, have that conversation somewhere else. And I was like, oh, you're more than welcome to leave. <laughs> I was like, there's plenty of computers here. And my friend was just like, oh, we're sorry. And I was like, oh, I guess this is an old lady. I shouldn't be talking to her like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it just was in that time where I was just pissed off because I felt like everybody felt the need to take advantage of me. So. Nah, man. Like I said, it don't take much. Them aliens, <laughs> them aliens didn't pull up on me. Glad they didn't land. Being upside down. Glad they didn't land their whole ship on your head. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what's crazy is when him saying "bong." I'm like, is that the best way to make a machine gun sound? Especially when he was like trying to take down the entire police force. I was like, I feel like I would sound more of like a. Like, nah. Well, no. Remember he, when he when he was like, "I'm gonna kill a thousand people today." He got the yeah. Oh yeah, he from the, the screens, other, the tick noise. And they could put out the Gatling gun and start going to work. Hey, the fact they didn't shut down the city was pissing me off. I'm like, all right. At what point do y'all take this threat seriously? Like, they just like were not taking it seriously. Like, the pub, the public, like they. Uh, remember her mom was like, "Hey, nah, you you guys are still going to school." She's like, "Oh, I wanted to go to Disneyland." I was like, "No, like, <laughs> no." At what point do we take this shit for real? Yeah, that shit was yeah. bothering me the hell out of me, and everybody kept just, oh my gosh, 
Oh, the let's talk about the the four chan episode. That was pretty fried. Like that. Oh that yeah. That seemed like that shit would happen pretty pretty early on. Like mm-hmm. I gotta. Oh my gosh, uh, they were they were talking crazy about his mom on the fucking four chan threads. Yeah, they were talking crazy, and then his mom killed herself, and then they was talking even more crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because like, no, it was like yeah, is... leaked the information and da 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 da. I'm like, this dude is linked up to the the infrastructure of the world. Like y'all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. He pulled up on Buddy Computer and said, Hey, t- say say some sweet shit now. <laughs> and it was crazy how he went from the laptop to the, the phone that was on the desk or whatever. Like he went to the very next piece of technology in that dude's room. I'm like, damn, he almost he almost slid out of there real smooth. He right. said, nah. <laughs> That shit was crazy, bro. I'm like, nah, this is but that's how that shit would go. Um, up, up yeah, on the, we, t- the I, I two chan forums <laughs> and i think we talked about it the last week or maybe we didn't but just how there's like no sound i think added to the terror of this show oh yeah mm-hmm. um just like i don't know something about that like because especially when he started going nuts in like the middle of the city mm-hmm. and you just see thousands and hundreds of people just falling just dropping and that's all you hear is like, wait, what? Because it only <laughs> literally only the people that were immediately around somebody even knew what the hell was going on. They're like, wait, what? Why did he just fall? Oh shit! Why did they just fall? Then there was like a group of kids, right? Somebody was looking at the phone and like the blood splat. Yeah. They just, oh man, that's uh. Uh-uh. And then, can yeah. you imagine like when he's done with his quota for the day? You're just looking around like you almost <laughs> rather be dead. It's like, what the? Am I even gonna make it home? Like. Nah, that shit. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, to your, I think you texted me this. Um, oh, girl, who was just like riding for him at first. Is that yeah. a trope? Is that a thing? Like, I don't know. I think they're highlighting. I feel like it's just history, bro. Like, you know how like, uh, what's his name, Ted Bundy? Like, he had hoes, or like, still has. He like, did ad- adoring yeah. fans. So I think these shows always have one girl who's just like ride or die for their. Like this t- horrible serial killer, because that should be happening. I, I guess. I guess. Like, I I guess my thing was, I wanted to do a comparison of all the girls in these shows that are like this, because mm-hmm. the only one that comes to mind is um, Misa Misa from um, from uh, Death Note. Death Note, yeah. My easy yeah. answer is this should be happening for real. Like that. That's mm-hmm. that's all I can think of. Cause they yeah. was talking about how handsome Ted Bundy was and all these. They had no, fan, yeah, I seen that on the documentary. All that stuff. Um, yeah, like I mean, it's you, and then you take the whole like girls who love bad boys idea to the most extreme, right? And I guess also you take their age into account. They're young. They're not thinking, but it is hard to imagine that somebody would be okay with him. Cause he's like, I mean, this is like mass murder, alien shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> like this is like beyond like him twisting some necks. Like, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> like this is this is something else. Like, yeah. But I'm girl Loki wasn't fucking with it as much as Misa Misa. Yeah, and I feel like there's also a terror aspect for her too. It's like, hey, who am I to like not let him kick it here if he is what he is? Yeah. 
<laughs> he gonna burn this shit down immediately. Because he was thinking about killing them the, the second night he was there. Mm-hmm. He said, mm, ah, never mind. <laughs> like, like that's, that's the only time he was like, nah, I'm cool. Everybody he pointed a gun at, he was about it. Like, he lit up the whole news reporters at his dad's house. You know, cause I don't think he was thinking about killing his dad, so he didn't. Because his dad begged, but he's like, I wouldn't. You weren't on my list today anyway. So mm-hmm. it is what. But yeah, like they were on his list. They were the only ones he was like, ah. I think uh, another thing that I like is just how much shit wasn't explained that didn't move the story. Uh, can you elaborate on that? The water. The water being like the fuel source. I'm wondering if it's because they were human. That that was part of what they needed to. Because, I mean, we're like, what, 60% water our bodies are? Yeah, but there's, to my knowledge, I mean, there's only water-based life forms. So, I don't that, know. That might be a thing. Like, yeah, I, I, that's what I my brain went to. I'm like, eh, we're mostly water. And if they're still somewhat human, then I guess they need that fuel to keep going, I guess. But it wasn't like, you know, I feel like some shows try to make sense of everything. I liked how, oh, and then he was like, what were you doing? Um, I guess kind of moving towards the end of it. He was like, what were you doing in the... If they explained the water thing, I feel like it would have got too deep into explaining the aliens, and it wasn't necessary. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. Or even just what he was doing in the park. Like, we never got that answer. It didn't need it. Yep, you're right. And I'm glad they just left so much shit alone. Yeah, it would have been doing too much. But a weird kid like him, he could have been burying something he killed earlier. Like he could have been like stomping on rabbits and like he was yeah. burying it and just like enjoying the view. Like it could have been anything. Yeah. I'm glad they left that be. Uh, how do you feel about the ending in general? Um, as I'm talking about it, I'm like, I wonder if it was supposed to be like a uh, a tale about divine intervention. Mm. But yeah. It, probably that's probably was the the source influence like like a fate type of thing because two happy miracle workers don't come together to save the planet it also generally probably could have been about balance too because like the red and blue of those two balls like the the way they went about everything like and they're, yeah they're kind of the two sides of the same coin mm-hmm. so yeah because they both had moments early on where they both could have ended up like the other person mm-hmm. like Inuyashiki's beginning of like my family hates me I barely like myself people are rude as hell everybody sucks like that could have been his villain origin story right Yeah. and then Hiro I mean he, he's got a girl who likes him he has a best friend like he understands the world is dark and evil he, he could have easily have been on this path of I'm going to change the world for the better, but then still got twisted. So I feel like a lot of these, there could have been so many different roads, but you know, the odds of two people being like, yeah, we're going to heal everybody in these hospitals and we're going to, nah, like it's just not I do likely. like the old man protagonist. I feel like yeah. we see a lot of old man villains. Yeah. Old man um, villains or old man, like wise sage, who's only got enough energy for one good fight left in him. <laughs> yeah, because like, on the yeah. flip of that, like he's like old man Midoriya, essentially. 
<laughs> and I like it. Like I'm tired of seeing these teenagers take on the world and fumble their way to like making shit work. And I appreciated they gave him a flashback of like what who he used to be and just his you know military background and him living a pretty normal life and then he the world was thrust on thrust on his shoulders like yeah I, I did like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but going to the like the final ending, uh, it made sense. Like he really just wanted to try to kick it with his friend again. He knew he was finna dip out. Like, I thought yeah. my guy was going home, bro. Yeah, I did that too. made me so sad. I thought he was coming home. He said, "I'll be right back." Oh man, they got me. Yeah, Shorty was like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Man, you wouldn't understand." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'm not even." Because there's times where, like, like I think when I was watching Invincible, I was like, "Oh, I hyped up," and I'm trying to explain like what's going on. And she sits there and listens. <laughs> she don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. And I was like, I'm not even about to get into it with, with you about this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. It sucks. But I... Yeah, I wonder why the, miscal- the calculation was off. Right. Especially with their technology and everything. Like, y'all, y'all should never <laughs> have a mistake of any kind. And I'm because I was always like, were they one being? Maybe that was supposed to be the thing. Like they're supposed to be one thing, because they're the same. See, it's stuff like that that makes you wonder what the hell were these robots doing with this technology? <laughs> like, like, why who were they, they who they pulling up on? <laughs> why were they really on Earth? Like, you don't make a left turn and just end up in this park in Japan. Like, oops, <laughs> so we're supposed to like what? Why does y'all have this shit? Like, like, why was it just in the back of the ship? Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably gonna do some commentary research now and see what the writers and directors have to say about it. But I wonder yeah. if it's strayed away from the original content at all, or if there was more that happened. Like, yeah, that would be interesting to see. I like where it ended. Hmm. Yeah, I, I have no complaints. I didn't want more, but I'm curious if there's like other stories or influences that are that we may, maybe just don't know about. Whatever. Uh, yeah, shout out to I, them for having a goofy ass Trump in there too. That was yeah. hella funny. That was hella funny. <laughs> yeah, that was comedy. Um, I love when they show Americans. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that's all I got. I will say I feel like these one-offs would be kind of killing. Oh yeah, I enjoyed Megalo Box. I, I I felt like I got what I could have out of a boxing show. Inuyashiki was a good stretch, an addicting stretch. Like I just had to keep seeing. What, there was no episode where I was like, "All right, this is a good stopping point." Every episode, I was like, "Fuck, what is about to happen?" Like I felt like terrible. I was like, "Oh shit, oh that was rough." Oh my gosh, somebody needs to kick his ass. Like it just kept, <laughs> it just kept going. Yeah, I wonder um, if if they're look like if so you know there's like a lot of like indie films and movies and stuff like that. Like I wonder if these single manga series that get turned into anime are viewed differently than like the long stretch. Like oh, this is just a one off, so it's not as valuable as like Naruto. Yeah, I wonder, especially outside of the financial aspect. 
it's super rare for us too because there's like those rare specials on cartoon network they're like hey here's this hour-long movie we're only playing on halloween and you'll never see it again for like three years like yeah there was, what was i think it was called like into the woods or something it was this special on cartoon network that was just like it never became a show but it was just like an hour-long visually impressive something that was just there like we don't get those often so i'm like yeah how, how do they handle those kind of things i think they're special i think that's dope to kind of do just like things that do, are momentary do enough and, to tell the story mm, i think that so, was yeah. the thing i liked that was a the overarching thing i liked how they just told the damn story i liked how because i think it was 13 episodes yeah which i feel like it's usually like 10 or 12 or like 24 and I was like, nope, we just need one more to get this shit done. We're not going <laughs> to condense it, and we're not going to stretch it out. I think it gave us just enough room to, like, add to the terror of what Hero was doing and then give Inuyashiki enough, like, background. Yeah. 13 was perfect. Because if it was 10, then they would have, the first episode damn near would have been, you know, it would have covered a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But. Um. But yeah, I think that's all I watched. Did we have anything else? Nope, not really. Uh, yeah, otherwise I was just watching Space Dandy, like I was saying, and it's it's as funny as I remember. But um, I think the dub was a little bit better. I mm-hmm. think you like it though. It's it's a good background show if you can find the the dub somewhere. But it was cool to just go to sleep to it. I do remember, or I didn't remember how visually impressive it was. Because the fact of them, like, being bounty hunters and going to different planets, like, they do encounter some pretty cool aliens and uh, interesting, like, environments. I was like, oh, this actually is more visually impressive than I remember. Because I just remember there was, like, a musical episode and there was a lot of jokey shit going on and them just having banter on the spaceship. But from this rewatch, I'm like, oh, they're making fun of these typical space shows and shonen, but kind of spreading it out across these different planets in this spaceship because they're being chased by this like gorilla in a bigger with a huge space fleet like he's like i gotta kill space dandy and he, he didn't even say why mm. but like dandy's like not a good bounty hunter so i'm like why is this dude hellbent on killing dandy and he like he hasn't even come anywhere near him yet where i'm at like he hasn't even come close to it like um what else was good like there i mean it's just it's just really funny like there was like they were surrounded by these aliens on this planet and danny busted out his like space laser finally and he was blasted and he was like why is this, why is it not working why are they not getting hurt and then like qt the alien or the the robots like because you missed every shot like it's, <laughs> just, it's just like silly shit like that happens so it's yeah it's it's pretty good and them being obsessed with this hooters place there's like an episode where they like they have no food on the spaceship and they're like damn we got to go to the hooters uh we got to go to boobies and because we have a gift card for a free meal and then like they like uh they realize it expires that day and they're like how much time is left in today he's like two hours <laughs> so they're like <laughs> hell bent on getting across this gap like it's just the goofy shit like that like they're like little motivations turned into them like bumping into all these other kind of aliens and all that stuff so it's i, I think it's a pretty entertaining show in that genre so mm. yeah man all right if uh it's good for you we can make that transition let's do it when you walk away.
Yeah, man. All right. <clears throat> what you uh, what you play this week? This week I tapped into Horizon Zero Dawn again, just because I am trying to play anything that'll get me off Apex a little bit. Um, just trying to knock out some yeah. of this backlog and anything. I, the I, Last of Us Two, huh? <laughs> uh, I know, right? No, it's, see, the thing that's kind of getting me is like my usual free time ends up being late at night. <laughs> Ah, uh, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, nah, I don't blame you. Yeah. I I be wanting to play, and if I'm at the crib by myself, I don't put that shit on. It's like, all right, I'm gonna play till I'm tired, and then what? Go to bed? No, I gotta turn some TV Dude, on. Yeah, that's an extra hour and a half to calm down. Because <laughs> like, my I'm thing not trying is, to dream about clickers. Last of Us <laughs> One, it definitely was. I think it was pretty forgiving. Like I haven't played. A lot of horror games but i know how they go and i know what jump scares and creepy shit goes on a lot of games that are like are actually way more scary than this game but me even playing this game front to back is impressive i wasn't a horror movie kid i wasn't one of them people i don't i don't do that stuff so for me getting through last of us playing in the day and at night with headphones in i'm that's a you know pat on the back type shit but i know last of us 2 is like that but faster paced and probably a little bit more intense so every time i like get off work at midnight i'm like uh yeah i don't know if i want to start last of us 2 right now because i will say it doesn't feel scary and i'm feel like i'm like 30 percent into the game you know i play games super slow yeah so but i also realize i'm like does last of us 2 give you that involuntary that the body horror or no no because this game doesn't focus on like people the turn it. yeah it's yeah. it's the transformation part that isn't okay. there like if, if you're already a zombie fuck it it is what it is but it's the idea of like like especially like i mean even just to backtrack to Yashiki, like the fact that he was in his house and he like opened up his body in front of his family and he was just kind of <laughs> sad that look what i've become that shit is terrifying to me, like compared to like hero walking around shooting people with his his gun finger. Like, yeah, that was yeah, it's sad. But like, <laughs> something about like your body being this like big ass VHS <laughs> like on the inside. Like, yeah. nah, I don't like that. So if Last of Us was more of like, go on without me, I'm turning into a clicker. Ah, uh, like if there was a bunch of that, I'd be like. Ugh. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in general, I don't. Yeah, I mean, in general, I don't really play scary games. So it's, it took a lot. Like I remember in number one when you first like, I forget where you were, but there's like a some dark hallways, and then you getting pulled up on by like one of them like bloaters. I was like, ah shit, yeah, like, that shit is like I'm not trying to experience that at two a.m. bruh. and like just yeah, the sound of clickers and did you watch the um. The Last of Us documentary on like how they made the game. No, I didn't at get all. a chance to get around to it. Okay, it's re- it's really dope. It's it's worth it. Um, yeah, please check that out. Not even just for the pod, but like I I think you'll like it because they get into like the cameras they used while they were recording the actors doing some of the scenes and like the cost of them and like where they had to set them up and uh, the motion capture shoots and how they're like, you know, the acting part. Like once you got past the fact that everybody was wearing these weird ass motion capture suits. We, we were really able to get into it and uh they were talking about how the dude who ended up playing joel like 
he wasn't even their first choice and they like they looked at him they're like nah this dude is young <laughs> this dude is the youngest actor here he's just handsome and just like he don't look like he gonna be our Joel but then when he started actually like getting into his into his zone they're like oh shit he's the obvious choice like he has to be this he has to be Joel um, yeah, I was yeah, expecting like a twenty-minute thing, so I was like, "Oh, this is a full-blown documentary." Yeah, no, shout out to Troy Baker, man. He was going hard. Uh, Ashley Johnson was going crazy as Ellie too, because she's like older than Ellie is, so she really mm. got in her bag. Like, and then uh, Troy Baker being younger than what Joel's supposed to be, like they both did yeah, such a job. fantastic job being them. Um, but yeah, no, Last of Us is just. It's just scarier than something I'm going to start at midnight. So I'm trying to find a morning or afternoon where I can start and get into it. But um, mm. did you play any more recently and got any more thoughts on yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's it's funner than I remember. Maybe it was just because I was in the introductory spot. So I'm trying mm. to play it where I can remember how to play it enough. Mm. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's moving. I like it. Um, you're not changing characters as much now. Mm. So you're pretty much um, Ellie and yeah, it's just, it's fun. Um, The whole aspect of fighting people and clickers and zombies is just nuts. (laughs) Like Mm. you would like to think that we could all come together (laughs) when the world is going to shit. But I mean, last year showed us exactly how we would act. So (laughs) Yeah, we couldn't even handle the toilet paper and <laughs> mask restrictions and lines getting longer. Yeah, if we can handle yeah, these things, like yeah, nah, there's no yeah. It makes sense. Like every time I see these like factions and we're all gonna follow this one man or like this group falls apart. Like, yeah, it makes sense. Like it makes sense. But I do that documentary did make me want to start that game up immediately. Though I was like, this is crazy, like. They they really busted their ass making this shit, and they, they even explained the process of like how they went in that direction for the design of the the zombies. Like this, one of the game designers is like googling like this uh, like parasite mm. that like goes into like the brain of ants or something, and like causes growth on their head and like makes the spores get onto other bugs and shit, and he try to evolve that onto like a human and they went into like the stages of what it would be like and blah 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 and then the process of them making the sounds for the clickers they're like we wanted to sound as human as possible and so they the clicker sounds were literal like humans like were in the booth like making some noises and they were like change the pitch of them and stuff so i was like ah oh, that's what that shit sounds so creepy because like if you were fucked up you would sound like this like they they didn't like yeah edit some the noise of like two things clanging together like these are from people's like voices and some of them were like from groups of voices and they like meshed them i was like this is so crazy like that's why the fear is times 10 because this is like all bodily weirdness (laughs) like yeah i I thought Um, that was pretty cool but yeah let me uh let me hear about horizons yeah uh i tapped back in last night just to kind of get my feet back into it especially because they showed some footage of the uh the next game that's coming out later this year i was like man i like aloy i like this world let me get back into this shit uh it was fried using her bow and arrow because that's like her main weapon 
whereas you know apex like it's like the newest weapon yeah and i was like oh shit this shit don't fire the same i gotta <laughs> yeah i gotta i gotta aim a little tighter um yeah i almost forgot how beautiful the environments are like there's like huge snow-capped mountains and a lot of large lush forests um the different factions are interesting and so the game has like these collectibles you can find they're like some like voice memos some are just like notes from the past and it's kind of building around the idea that like Aloy has no idea about the world before her but like there was like normal society as we know it existed before they got to this point of the robots like Mm -hmm. I read one of these voice things they were talking about like uh, stop by your local coffee shop and get served by the state of the art robot servers and they'll take care of you and da 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 so it's like it's kind of hinting at like the world was like you know hit a peak where like the mix of humans and androids was like I guess working for everybody but that shit clearly declined and fell apart uh, so I'm interested to see like what the hell happened was there like a big explosion did the robots go rogue and like start taking shit over because the game kind of hints at that too because mm-hmm. there's these certain droids that have the ability to corrupt the neutral robots and turn them into these killing machines so i'm like uh there might have been like this evil amazon corporation type thing that like used the droids for power there was a struggle and da 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 like that might be what's going on here so i'm curious to see where that is but overall i just i enjoy aloy i like her weapon wheel um she does move a little weird like i hope number two she feels more grounded like i'm gonna try to i don't know how to describe this the best but like she almost feels like she's like gliding above everything she doesn't feel like connected because i was fighting this like mini boss yesterday and i kept struggling like to move and climb and jump on certain stuff just because like they build up these like environments that are supposed to feel like real like they're supposed to be like oh a, a mountain here a cliff here a bump here like a divot here uh some place to hide over there like they build so many like they want you to move a lot but sometimes it almost feels weird when you're not like in combat scenarios like she feels like she's like floating weirdly above stuff or like there's so many ways to move that they almost like clash because like you know how in like last of us you're like you can hide slide shoot craft like there's a couple things but Aloy is like crafting, shooting, sliding, hiding, uh, like setting up traps. Like there's like so many. And there's not like obvious climbing points too. Like they kind of like sneak them into the the world. So it's like she can climb on almost anything. But then like the stuff you think she can climb on or jump over, she doesn't do it as smooth. So it like makes her feel weird sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. I'm, and then, I, honestly, the, the hand-to-hand combat is some of the worst in any game I've ever played. I'm not going to lie. Like, mm. whenever she's, like, not shooting the arrow or shooting, like, her devices, like, her, like, hitting somebody with the spear when you have to, like, if they're super close, it does not feel good. And if I'm not mistaken, they addressed that in, like, their recent, like, talks about the upcoming game. They're like, yeah, the, the, the hand-to-hand combat is updated. I'm like, yeah, it better be because this shit feels so awkward. Like, you don't get that. You know, like, in Apex when you, like, punch somebody you're like and yeah. it, it just feels like there's like a weight to it mm-hmm. there's like no weight to her hit when she connects on somebody but like when you're shooting the arrow it feels right when you do a sneak attack it feels right when you're just like doing regular hand-to-hand it just feels awkward like you're like going through them so that's mm. like the biggest fault in the game so far like i do like that there's people that like damn near be flirting with her 
I like the idea of like this post-apocalyptic society that's centered around robots, not zombies and a disease. And the environments are beautiful and the combat or the, you know, the arrows and the hiding and the different styles are pretty dope. And weirdly enough, Apex is helping me strategize in this game because you know the character Watson in Apex, how she can put mm-hmm. up those walls? Mm-hmm. A- Aloy has these like trip wires where you basically can shoot wires like point A, point B, point C. And I was like, wait, what if I set up the wires like this way? And I was like, oh, this is how like a Watson player thinks. And I don't even use her, but it just made me realize like how to set things up differently. So I thought that was kind of cool to have that crossover moment. But uh, anybody who's missed this game, I would check it out. I think it was the free game of the month recently. So if it's sitting in your downloads, it's, it's definitely worth it. And there's a hell of a lot to do. I don't even think I'm like a quarter of the way through. I might be, but yeah, I don't know. It was, it was fun to hop back into that world and. Hopefully I can finish it without taking forever because that map is big. I haven't even unlocked like, you know, because it has that fog of war like Ghost of Tsushima where like, you know, shit's blacked out and a lot of my map is fogged up. (laughs) So, yeah, we'll see how much I can uncover and see going forward. But yeah, I've been having fun with it. Cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to see if I got it. I've been pretty consistent on downloading free games. Um, Yeah. That's pretty much it. I, I've been thinking about hopping on Ghost. Speaking of it, online or like clearing the the game for the clearing, platinum, clearing some stuff. I just want to do some fighting on there. You should go for the platinum, bro. Uh, I don't know if you you probably haven't got one at this point, but Mm-mm. yeah, platinum trophies feel good. I, I don't have many. I think like I have like twelve platinums. Some of them are cheaper than others, but uh, Ghost of Tsushima feels like a straightforward platinum to get. Like. I feel like if you just clear the game objectives and clear the fog of war, like you'll probably be right, right there. And yeah. Get it. Yeah, and I'm gonna try to get the Sly Cooper thing, and yeah. Yeah, man, I just want to cut some niggas. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I've been debating starting a, a. It's called. I think it's called Nio or Neo. I don't know how to pronounce it. N i o h, mm-hmm. but that's another sword game that's pretty popular and i didn't know it was a playstation exclusive too so it's mm. just sitting in my downloads let me see what Nio's about see how this sword play feels but i think it's more like fantasy elements like there's like you're fighting like monsters and ghosts and getting crazy power-ups it's not like Tsushima's like grounded you know yeah um but yeah that's pretty much all i got for this week just normal apex um and Last of Us 2. Cool. Yeah, sounds good. We can call it a show. All right. As always, thanks for listening. Um, appreciate y'all sharing our blurs. We see our numbers moving and interacting. And, you know, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, yeah. Appreciate y'all. As always, we do this for the blurs. <laughs>